0: Because I I did walk out you know not thinking I passed due to those last um, couple and I I was so excited when I got the score and um, I can tell you I don't think I would have passed had I not done um, your system.
1: Welcome to episode 41 of the CPA exam experience podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in this episode, you're going to hear me talk with Kevin. Kevin is a superfast CPA customer, and at the time of this interview, he had passed far, or he had just passed far. So, this call is a little bit different than when I'm talking with someone who is all done with their four exams, because in this episode, this is half you know, discussing what he's figured out, his breakthroughs that led him to be able to pass far. But it's also about half a, almost a coaching session where I'm I'm kind of clarifying some of the points for him as we go through the, the study process. One thing that I really like about this interview with Kevin is, so at this point, you know, we're starting to have these interviews where people have been listening to the podcast for a while, meaning They've been studying while we had started to publish these interview podcasts, and so they're able to, for example, Kevin mentions specific episodes several times throughout this episode or in his interview, you know, he'll say something like, yeah, that was one thing that I heard on this episode of the podcast, and this person mentioned that they did this, or they had this idea about, you know, this concept, and that really helped me with this part of the study process. So. Kevin was clearly a big listener to the podcast and listening to the different interviews. He got a lot of tips from the different interviews. It's basically the things that I'm always talking about. Being that these interviews, or listening to all of the interviews, or at least multiple interviews with different candidates, it gives you a big picture. A picture starts to form of like, okay, these people all did these things the same way, or they all had some form of doing this in their study process. They all had some form of doing this. And so really what you get is you start to realize, okay, there are key elements of every study process that pretty much all these people on these interviews have mentioned over and over and over again. And they do these things a little bit differently individually. But the key thing is, I know I need to be doing some form of this and figure out what the best version of that thing is for me but I, need, I know that I need to include that in my study process. And that leads me to the specifics of what these pillars are or these key ingredients. That is what we cover on our free study training. These one hour free trainings that we do, it's in webinar format. You will hear Kevin mention as well in this interview that that was the first thing he was exposed to with, was he watched one of these free one hour trainings. So in these one hour trainings, we cover these six, key elements or the six key ingredients that every successful study process will have. And we teach those to you in the context of what the perfect study session looks like. So you will learn how to have a two hour study session, a main study session, and on work days, that is all the time you need to spend with your main review course. So it's extremely helpful. This is one hour that will literally save you months and months of time and frustration. having to figure this stuff out on your own. You can sign up for one of these free trainings from our homepage at superfastcpa.com. It's just the main thing at the top of the homepage. Click the button. You'll be able to see the upcoming training times. Pick one that works for you and then make sure you don't miss it. You want to just set aside, you know, this one hour. Pay attention. You'll actually hear Kevin talk about how he uh, came across one of our YouTube ads for this training was mildly interested, thought he would just play it in the background while he was at work, just listening to the the audio of the training. And as he listened, even though it was in the background, it started to really resonate with him and to where he started to really pay attention to it. And as you'll hear in the interview, it just kind of transformed how he started studying to where he was able to pass far, you know, and then move on to the other sections. The other thing I want to mention is our giveaway. Make sure you enter our free giveaway. We're doing this again for February. The URL is at superfastcpa.com faves. I will put the link in the description. So if you go into the episode description on this podcast, there will be a link to that. I will also put it on the actual episode page at, you know, episode 41 of the podcast. If you go to our website at superfastcpa.com. So in this giveaway, we are giving away three productivity bundles. These are... Physical items, these are four of my favorite items to enhance your daily study process. The main item being a pair of Powerbeats Pro wireless headphones. So that as you go around your house, you can be listening to the audio notes or like I keep ranting about listening to these episodes, these interviews with past Superfast CPA customers and the breakthroughs that they figured out what was working for them. Three people will win. There's three different ways to win one of the bundles. That's all detailed on the giveaway page. So again, that's at superfastcpa.com slash faves, or you can just open the description for this episode in your podcast app, and you will see the link there. So with all that being said, let's get into this interview with Kevin. Cool, and, uh, and how long have you been studying for that one
0: well it, it was somewhat of a journey and so to speak because i i started near the beginning of the year but then covid hit and i i'm a new father as well and oh. between that and um everything else it really picked back up with focus i'm um, starting in june
1: okay all right cool and so Maybe actually, maybe we'll go before that a little bit. Uh, how long have you been in accounting, or are you in public accounting, or where? Do, what's kind of your career situation?
0: Sure. So um, I graduated with a master's in healthcare administration um, back in 2000, and my first job after my internship was to oversee um, an accounting department um, for a nonprofit, and I had accounting in my graduate work, but not a lot of specific accounting.
1: Okay, Um,
0: And and I did that for about 12 years. And at that point, I decided to go get my master's in accounting. Nice. And I I started that in Indiana, and then I relocated to Texas and finished the master's in, in Dallas.
1: And was that just recently you finished your master's?
0: yeah so okay. um, at the end of the year, um last year, I finished my master's. Gotcha,
1: okay, <laughs> just as a side that that is tough. so you just had a baby then, like yeah. how recently
0: um last um uh, may,
1: so the baby's like five months old before, um, uh, you're talking this may
0: sixteen no sixteen months um as of today, actually,
1: yeah, still, I mean. The hard stage that would be uh that would be tough when i was studying i did not have any kids and could hardly imagine it now knowing what it's like how's the baby sleep these days
0: good good we're fortunate in that regard
1: yeah that's that's the biggest thing by far we had a rough first kid and then the second one is no problems um okay so back to the uh so when you started studying how did that go? You just got a review course and jumped into it.
0: I did, and um, you know, I laughed when I listened to your video when you said that the dream dies fast, um, about how quickly you can move through the material because yeah, I was just amazed at how much material is in far,
1: yeah. It is. It's. Uh, it is. It's. It's a lot, and I, I've counted it up actually. Like on the, if you go to the ASCPA blueprints and you count each bullet point as like a subtopic, I mean, there's there's literally like 240 of them, I believe. Like it covers a lot of stuff. So so, anyways, how did how did that go in the beginning, or what were you trying to do each day? How did well, it go?
0: I, you know, I, one of the first videos, I, I chose Becker, and in one of the first videos, they, they said slow and steady wins the race. And so I, I was kind of taking my time with it. Um, but as I started to move through, I started to realize, just like you state in the videos, how quickly you start to lose the material, even if you spend a lot of time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, um, those sections are so focused, so detailed, and, and really kind of difficult some of those topics that um, you can forget them just as fast as you learn them.
1: Yeah. So where I mean I mean, I'm assuming you came across our, you know you mentioned our videos and stuff, like at, at what point in your study process did you come across our site and everything?
0: I don't know the exact date. It it was really strange because I I remembered I was at work and I was working over my lunch hour and and somehow a link to your, your site for the one hour um, session came through. And I don't even know why I I did it that day. Um, I just decided to click on it and listen to it in the background. And I was working on other things, but um, the more you kept talking, the more it started resonating with me. <laughs> uh, the, yeah. I, I was going through the same um, journey that you did. Mm-hmm. And, and so I got very interested. I, I completed the, the video and I didn't sign up right away. I started listening to the podcast. I started reframing my studying with um, Becker to model what you had talked about in the video. Um, but I, you know, I, I think there was one podcast where you talked about um, that um, if, if you do your, your plan, it can save you hours of um, studying down the road. And so my plan all along was gonna be, let me try it once with just Becker. And then if I don't pass, I'll, I'll sign up for your site. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere between June and I think, um, July or so, I, I started to give it some more thought and I thought, why wait? Um, you know, cause even if I don't pass, then I'll be that much further along if I have to retake it. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up signing up. With about two months left before um, the exam, and it ended up being perfect because of the the, the system that I know you um, teach and talk about. It really helped with my final review and gave me a lot of confidence um, when I took the exam.
1: Awesome. Okay, so you purchased our course. Did you go in and watch the uh, the strategy videos and, and kind of change your whole study process?
0: I did. Um, I, you know, it was more tweaking because I had already started to change it just from your...
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
0: Your one-hour session, um, mm-hmm. but I did refine it some more and, um, you know, it really did help.
1: Okay. Well, so let's, uh, so it, before, whoops, before you... Started doing that when you were just uh, kind of going through your review course material in the beginning. What did the average study session look like? How long were you spending? And then when you kind of changed, how did the study process itself change? what, what did it look like after after that?
0: Okay. Initially, I was again. I was kind of doing the slow and steady wins the race, and um you know, each module with Becker, um, they, they have a preview and then a, a, a skill session and then questions and then usually a sim or two and then some final questions. And um, that was actually taking me about two weeks to finish when they recommend doing that really per day. Um, in mm-hmm. the beginning. And part of that was I probably wasn't as focused as I was um, or needed to be. And, and then, um, you know, the material was very long and hard in the beginning until you build up momentum. I know you talk about once you kind of figure it out, I um, you yep. really, you really do get better as you go. And it was about that June time when I started to say, um, you know what, I need to speed this up because I need to really give myself a lot of time on the back end to, to really do a good thorough um, review and, and prep. And so I I went from about two weeks per module to one day or quicker. I started skipping. Nice. Yeah, I started skipping the, um, the, the lecture and, and I jumped right into the questions and really focused on hammering those out. And then a lot of times I would still listen to the lecture, but I would do that either walking my son or while exercising just to reinforce. Um, But I didn't make that part of the main session. And I did the exact same thing that you talk about when I was listening to those videos. Um, You know, I'd listen to them for about 10 minutes and then have to start over and, and really figure out what they said. Cause it's easy to zone out quickly.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, what time of day were you studying typically?
0: I was even in the beginning um, focused more in the morning, but mm-hmm. um, after listening to you, I really focused more. I, I really, you know, I, like you talk about setting that mindset of not missing a day. Yeah, um, I, I would kind of, I would get up in the morning most of the time, but I'd sometimes sleep in or um not get a full session, try to make it up in the afternoon. And then after I purchased your course, especially, um, I really bought into the um, you know, you can't forget a day. And um I, I really stuck with that um going forward.
1: Nice. It is. There's This whole thing, you know, is like a recipe. And when you have just all the right ingredients, it all starts to come together. Like you, you know how to, you know, what to do when you sit down to study, but it's also taking each day of studying, you know, seriously, like you just said. And uh, the whole thing, when you have all those pieces, it kind of solves problems in other areas and all starts to just really starts to really work. So then, so you started doing that. Um, What did the rest of your day look like? Did you try to do the mini sessions thing where you would listen to the audios or read the notes or take quizzes on the app?
0: I did. I I would always listen to the audio while I was getting ready in the morning. And then I, I, I did the questions throughout the day. I always tried to do a little bit of reading as well. And I always did questions before I went to bed at night.
1: Nice. And, uh, what did, what was your system of, did you make flashcards or were you taking notes? Like when you came to a, you know, you came up against it multiple times and you kept missing it or weren't understanding it. What was your system of stopping and making sure you understood it?
0: I'm still refining it. I I took your advice of the note cards and, and I used, you know, regular paper note cards, Mm -hmm. but I found myself not really going back to it. It did help with me writing it down. I think that really um, put it in my brain. This time around, this next session, I'm actually, I'm doing them electronically and I'm considering doing them like you talk about on one of the sites where you can do electronic flashcards. I think I'll use them I'm more reliable that way.
1: Yes, so some of these, on some of these interviews, I think the big thing, like the, the overall idea is, uh, you need some system of, okay. When you also, you were doing those daily sets of 30 questions, I'm guessing the, the re-review, yeah. the ongoing re-review. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So those are really the best time to decide when you're going to make a flashcard or not, because as you're going through the new material, it's easy to think, you know, the first time through a new lesson, it's easy to think, well this is all new to me, so I'm going to make flashcards on everything. But that that would take way too long. You know, using this process where you go through the new material quicker the first time through, but then you're also the mastery is going to come from those daily sets of 30 over and over, you know. And the and the mini sessions. The things that you really want to make flashcards on are as questions come up in those daily sets of 30 that you've seen two or three times, but you just keep missing it or you struggle to remember it, you know, for whatever reason that's when you know, okay, I personally struggle with this idea for some reason. And, and so that is when you want to take the time to make a flashcard. Uh, and then like you said, the digital ones, I think were so helpful or it's the first idea I give to people. For that exact reason, you can keep it. Most people can type faster than they can write something out. Uh, You keep it open on a separate tab or a window while you're studying anyways. And you can just jump into that tab, make a flashcard pretty quickly. And then it's also synced to your phone for later. And as you get close to exam day, you know, you have these decks that are your personal Weak areas, except you've taken the time to explain it back to yourself in your own words and write it down, and it just comes back so much easier that way. Uh, instead of spending your whole final review rewatching just entire lectures on a few narrow topics, you're able to cover everything that you struggled with several times over with your own flashcard
0: decks. So That's really, really, that was awesome.
1: a bit of a coaching. Uh, I guess coaching tip because you're still working on your exams. Yeah.
0: No, thank you. I appreciate it because nothing was more frustrating than if you saw a topic or certainly a question for a second time and you miss it um, because you feel like you're spinning your wheels a little bit and not getting better. One thing that I picked up from you that really helped was doing it over and over and over again where yeah. I think the beginning I was just trying to get through it and I realized pick up the pace and do it multiple times
1: mm-hmm. yep you uh I guess the, the phrase I use is you you want to make sure you're capturing the understanding and it, you can trick yourself you know you can see a question you miss it then you read the example and you're like okay yeah that makes sense I'll remember that but then you see the the similar question a few days later and you don't remember it because you were just kind of reading the words and the explanation. You're not, I mean, it's like I say in those videos, you want to literally talk out loud to yourself as you study and say it back until you can say it in your own words. And that's a totally different thing than just reading the explanation and thinking, okay, I get that. I understand. So anyways. Uh, okay, what about your uh, sims? How did you use practice sims in your studying or what was your just approach with preparing for the sims?
0: I took your advice and and I, the, the attorney's name's escaping me, but I remembered that. Um, oh,
1: Richard, the first interview?
0: Yes, and I yeah. remember the podcast and you guys talked a lot about how the sims were a little bit overrated and and, and prepping because they're so hard. The day of the exam, um, but then you had a podcast recently where I know you recommended it to somebody to get over the hump. So towards the end, I started to say, you know what, I better um, put a little bit of time into these. Yeah. Um, um, to kind of get me over the hump, and so what I where I focused on the sins that I really concentrated on. Were the ones in the practice exams for um, my study review course, Becker? Mm -hmm. And then the practice um, sims for AICPA um, on their site. Because I remember one podcast um, that person said really recommended those. And so I really felt that was um, my study, other than the sims that popped up in the review course. I did do those as I went through them but I did not make that part of my daily routine. I think the second, well, I'm taking audit next, so I, I don't think SIMs are gonna be a big part of it, but, but I think I am gonna take the advice of the one podcast where I know she did one or two at, in the night, and I think I'm gonna do something similar when I have time.
1: Yeah, yeah, so again, since you're you are still working on your exams, Yes, the practice sims are a, you want to go through enough that you've kind of, you've seen the structure, you have a general idea of what it's going to look like and how you deal with them. But then it's also, there's diminishing returns on just going through every practice sim in your review course, because the ones you see on test day will generally be harder or just different, you know, so you can't fully prepare in that way. But the the thing that helps the most is to, as you go through the lessons and you look through the practice sims from each lesson, again, it's the same idea. You want to look at the ones, look for ones that when you look at it, it's confusing to you, you know, the hardest ones for you personally. And then you break those apart, whether it's journal entries or classifications or whatever it is, the key parts you break it into pieces, make little, make flashcards for those because you're, you're trying to pull the underlying concepts out of those, the most difficult sims, you know, so that you get familiar with the underlying concepts, because again, the structure on test day is going to be different or how it appears or whatever, but yeah, so that's, you're on the right track with that, I think. So how did, how did you treat the final review or the last few days before the exam? what did you do with that?
0: I, I did mostly what, what you recommended was um, the, the sets of 30 and, and focused on those. I did the, the only deviation that I did from what you recommended is I did the um, exam pieces. I made sure on the practice, I felt pretty comfortable um, with those sets of 30, just more from a confidence not mm-hmm. that i thought they would help me on the exam that much but i i i did it more for confidence that i i know at least those and then um i kept doing sets of 30 and um you know what what was really strange and it was starting to worry me and i'm glad you had a podcast um with someone who talked about it is not worrying as much about your score it's just doing them and getting better and better um cuz about 2 weeks prior um, I think I had one of my best sets of 30. I think I scored in the eighties on both and they were nice. hard sets of 30. And I thought, okay, I'm ready. But then those next two weeks prior to the exam, I was scoring less and I started to get nervous. A little
1: <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what I've heard from people, I, I mean, even before I've heard this forever, but that uh, especially I think Becker and Glime, those two, they, uh, they make things kind of in general like a little bit more difficult than what you're going to see on test day, uh, which is – I mean, I get the theory behind it, and it's not a bad thing. But that's the only thing is people will take their practice exams and score like a 60 and start to feel bad and freak out as they go into their actual exam, and then they end up passing. So – yeah. I think scoring in the eighties, that that was one thing I was going to ask. What were you generally scoring on those sets of 30 anywhere from seventies to eighties? It sounds like
0: usually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's pretty solid. I mean, that's basically what I tell people to aim for is towards the end of your, you know, as you do sets of 30 in the beginning, you're not worried about what you're scoring at all. As you get, two to three weeks out and you've gone through all the material or close to, that's when you start to pay attention. What are you generally scoring on those sets of 30? And that gives you a pretty good idea. Um, I had one other, let's see, what did, What was it? You mentioned the sets of 30. Oh, test day. How did that end up? Like what? what did your timelines kind of end up being on test day? Like what, how many hours did you get through the multiple choice? that kind of a thing.
0: I, because I took your advice, I never got down to about a minute. I I was a little bit longer than that, but I I think I was about 45, 45 and then um, the rest on the sims. And I've got a story for you there is uh, (laughs) uh, I got through the two sets of 30 and I was feeling pretty good. I, you know, you know, there's some that you don't know for Mm -hmm but you, you feel like you're doing pretty good. And the first set of Sims, I felt pretty good on. Um, but then the second set of Sims hit, and then the third set of Sims hit, and each one seemed harder than the prior. <laughs> and, and I almost literally got so frustrated on the third set of Sims that I almost, Almost walked out. I was like, "There's no way I passed." <laughs> um, so well,
1: Good thing you didn't.
0: No, so, you, you know what I did is I I, I said I'm going to concentrate and do the best I can, so that if I have to retake it, I'm going to at least have good practice. Yeah. For the next time, because I I did walk out. You know, not thinking I passed due to those last um, couple and. I, I was so excited when I got the score and um, I can tell you, I don't think I would have passed had I not done um, your system. Um, so thank you for um, all that you do around the system. It really did help me.
1: Yeah, that, that's good to hear and I'm I'm glad it could help. Uh, passing far, I always say is like, you know, mentally you're like 75% done. Having that out of your way, you know that your system works to where you can pass far the other three are just uh, execution more or less so so yeah that's awesome so with the sims when you took the exam were you you were working on them up until it ended but it sounds like you weren't really pressed for time you you got done with the mcqs with plenty of time
0: i i was i, yeah. I um I I felt like I had enough time to answer them appropriately, And I would say your advice on having time because um, they'll, or at least they threw me for a little bit of a loop. And I think that extra time really helped me understand what they were asking. Yes. And allow me to be able to solve it.
1: That's, that's a huge point is uh, going with that idea of, it's really going to be, some of them are going to be really gnarly on test day. It's going to take, I don't know, 5, 10, maybe even 15 minutes on the worst ones to read through everything and just try to get a really good idea of what it's even wanting you to do. I remember I had a, the hardest sim that I got by far was a reg sim. And it was, reg was my last section. And this this sim was, I just could not believe how, like, the boxes it wanted me to fill, I had to like scroll down like three big scrolls and do all this. You're not supposed to say what it was about. But anyways, yeah, I just could not believe how difficult it was. And you you have no idea from your score report, which Sims you got right or not. So that'll always be a mystery. But yeah, I walked out of reg just thinking I cannot believe they, they gave me something like that. And it was just one. So yeah, the the Sims can be rough. Well, yeah, we kind of went through everything. The last thing I ask people is if you were, based on your whole experience, kind of struggling in the beginning, now you've got the study process pretty much down, what would be the top one or two tips you would give to other people that are studying?
0: I, for me, I think definitely the, the two-hour session in the morning every day um, really builds momentum, really gives yep. you confidence. Um, makes the material easier. I um, like the idea that you have of constant reinforcement throughout the day and um, focus. And, um, you know, I, I go back to, I wish I could think of her name, but the one podcast where she said, don't get caught up on your score. You know, just keep doing what what's what you can do and yeah. keep building on it and keep getting better because I do think that you can get psyched out um, and um, keep postponing the exam. My wife made me take it. I think I would have kept postponing <laughs> um, and I'm glad I did take it when I did. Mm-hmm. Um, because, um, you know, I don't think any more studying would have helped me at that point. I, I just needed to take it. Yeah. Keep going. Um, would be my advice there.
1: Yeah. I'm a big believer in setting a test date and, you know, unless something catastrophic happens, you just do not allow yourself to move it because that's another just aspect putting pressure on yourself. I think it is a benefit, you know, you don't want to set it three weeks away, obviously, but, and try to start from the beginning, but setting a date, a reasonable date, And then, you know, it just forces you to take every day serious, having a a date that's not going to move. So, yeah, that's a good point. All right, Kevin. Well, we went through everything. I appreciate you doing the call. These are, I mean, as you said, you've apparently listened to a lot of them. We, people get, people find these really helpful just to hear from different perspectives. People have different strategies. But you also, I think when people listen to a bunch of these you get a really good idea of like, okay, there are three or four main things that all these people did the same way. Even if they did it a little differently, it's just, so these have been really helpful.
0: Thank you. And, you know, I forgot to mention um, that they to keep me motivated. And so I can't yeah. enough. every time I felt like I was starting to um, drag a little bit, I'd pop one of those podcasts in <laughs> and it, it kept me going. Um, so I do think
1: that's a good point. Uh, one of the re- this one isn't published yet, but just the other day I recorded one with uh, another person, and and he's pointed out that it just felt like he was it helped him feel like part of a community of people trying to kind of study the same way. Yeah, which makes sense. And uh, yeah, I just podcasts are really. I'm a big fan of podcasts in general. That's why I started this, and the first few were like solo episodes. And then I started thinking I should really try to get some people who have just recently passed and just talk through their study experience. So it has, it's been, yeah, people really like these, found them really valuable. And like you said, like they're also motivating. So now you're part of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you.
1: Yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking the time again and uh, definitely let me know how the other three go for you.
0: I will, and thank you so much. Um, I, I, again, I, you know, I know I emphasized it on our call, but they, it really did help me a ton. So thank you.
1: So that was the interview with Kevin. I'm sure you found that very helpful. Two things that I really liked: he clearly really paid attention to the strategies inside of our pro course. So he. Obviously he invested in our bundle as he stated. The best thing you can do if and when you decide to invest in our products and strategies is to watch the pro videos because that will make it crystal clear exactly how every single part of the study process should work. So that gives you the most helpful possible foundation. From there he implemented the the ideas each day and he refined you know, the the little individual parts of his own study process, the things that he was figuring out that worked or didn't work. And then he utilized the idea of the mini sessions, where as he was getting ready for work in the morning, he'd be listening to the audio notes in the background. He would read review notes on, on his phone and take quizzes from the app and whenever he had three to five or ten minutes throughout the rest of his day. And then also, he clearly listened to a lot of these different podcast episodes. And I have really started to uh, we've added that to our our email sequence for our new customers is saying, hey, seriously, almost just as helpful as the training videos themselves, as you are grooving in or perfecting your own study process, you should be spending some time each week listening to a few episodes of these interviews because they are that helpful. So whether or not you ever, you know, choose to use our tools and strategies, get one of our study bundles you should be listening to these episodes because, again, you just get this big picture. It just helps a lot of things fall into place. Whereas it's that classic thing where when you are too close to a situation, meaning in this case, you're sitting there studying each day, you feel like you're putting in time and effort. It might be hard for you to realize where you're making mistakes, where you're not being as effective as you could be, what little dials to turn that would just make the the difference. That is where these interviews become so helpful because as you listen to other people's experiences, it's hearing, you know, I was doing this and it just really wasn't that helpful. Or I was really struggling with this and I didn't realize that all I had to do was this. That is where these interviews will help you clarify and improve and perfect your own study process. So thank you for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.